Well, hi, and welcome back to this week, Dating Funnies. Well, dating season looks like it's back in full force. Yep, apparently, because all of a sudden, I'm getting emails on Tinder and Zeus, eHarmony and Match and Plenty of Fish, you name it, I'm on it. But, I knew dating season was back because I got my first hate email from an older lady, very big lady. I tend to get emails from people like that. She did not like my profile on Plenty of Fish and decided to send me hate email about how dare I put my stuff out there like that on a dating site. And of course... I sent her back an email saying, hey, I appreciate the email. However, if I were you, I'd spend your time on finding matches as opposed to sending hate emails. And then I blocked her. This is crazy, folks. Come on. If you don't like someone's profile, go on to the next one. Why would you take time to send someone your opinion of their profile? That's just crazy. Now, I've had a very busy week. Let me share with you... Some of the things I've run into. would like to get your input on this, too. Send me an email, and I'll give you the email address at the end of the podcast if you're a new listener to my Dating Funnies podcast. But I've, uh, the one lady on Bumble that I've talked about, she was a teacher down south of Seattle. And, you know, I've talked about several times how you are out of the gate when you're first trying to get to know someone or meet someone is a good reflection of who that person might be. And they may even be worse six months into the relationship after, you know, the relationship, everybody relaxes into it, right? So this lady, we matched on Bumble. She sends me an email. I see it. I respond back within like four or five hours. Then I don't hear from her for like a week. So I send her another text. I don't hear from her for another week. and She sends me back another one. So I thought, okay, well, pushing the rock forward a little bit. So this kind of was a pattern for like four weeks. Till finally she sends me a text last week and says, I'm sorry, just been really busy, blah, blah, blah. And I thought, yeah, right, whatever. You got no kids at home, you said. You're a teacher. So you guys aren't going back to school five days a week and you aren't working extra hours at night. And if you know that someone's communicating with you on an app, wouldn't you at least look at the app to see if they responded? I think you would. I know I would. So her and our situation ended very quickly. She sent me, you know, she's the one that texted about having a phone call as opposed to meeting. I was more than happy to go meet her for a cup of coffee wherever she wanted to meet. So I suggested, well, well, look, why don't we do a Zoom video? She sends me back the old four days later. No, phone call is best. Look, statistics have proven it over and over and over again. 95% of all communication is nonverbal. How you look at somebody, how you roll your eyes, how you laugh, all that really, how you sit across from somebody at a table, if you've if you're got your arms folded, that you're closed off to them. Why would you not do a Skype or a Zoom video call as opposed to just being on the phone. You're going to try to determine if someone's a match for you on the phone? This is crazy. Yeah, you may not like my voice. I may not like her voice. But seriously, just take a few moments and have a 10-15 minute video call. 
everybody's doing business by video these days. Why can't we meet that way if you're not inclined to put in the energy and effort to actually go meet someone? I actually had a conversation with someone earlier in the week at one of my meetups, and she says she wants the guys to put in the work to try to meet her. Set up a first meet and greet date, pick a place, take the lead. Well, I'm going to say, hey, look, how about drop the handkerchief, ladies? Let the guy know you're interested. And if you're not, say you're not interested. Why sit there and drag it out for weeks in and week and week and week? Is this a little game that we're all starting to play now? Is kind of keeping people on the hook so that maybe you've got somebody to fall back to? Maybe the guy be in his, you know, in the bullpen waiting for the woman to reach back to him? Well, this guy's not sitting in anybody's bullpen. Are you kidding me? That's not going to happen. I'm going to be cordial. I'm going to be nice. I'm going to interact with people. I'm not going to be rude, but I don't get the same in return, which is a bunch of bullshit. Excuse my French, but I'm, I'm to the point now is like this is getting absurd in so many ways. And you'll, you'll see why here when I talk some more about some of my interactions this week. This same lady and a couple other ladies at the meetup were talking about how men look for women on these dating sites and on these apps and they say men just look at pictures and swipe left swipe right what true to that i do i used to read the profiles and see if there's some common ground and then i'd email people based upon their profile yeah i never heard back from anybody so now i just okay i think she's pretty i'll I'll send her a hi happy friday happy sunday i won't even read the profile why no one responds And so she says that women will actually sit there and read the profiles before they'll decide to respond or before they'll actually send out the first email. But the problem with the first email, we've chatted about this before, is that women do not want to be the one making the first step towards pursuing a man. They want to be pursued. Yet I don't know why women can't take the time to get back to somebody and say, hey, look, I appreciate your interest, but thanks, but no thanks. I guess it's just best to ghost people. So if, in my opinion, if women want us to interact more, besides just looking at pictures, then be respectful and return an email. Now at the same time, I get it. I've been told many times, I get one text or email and women get 15 or 20. So it ends up being a full-time job. But if someone writes you a nice email, they're not rude, they've sent you a nice email, you know, cut and paste a response. Just say thanks but no thanks. Okay. And I get there's going to be a few people that are going to be twisted and bent and send them hate email. Now you can block those people. No big deal. I'd like to get your thoughts on that. What do women really do when they're on these dating apps, on these dating sites? Do you make the first move or are you always waiting for the other person to make the move? Do you get back to people? Are you respectful enough knowing that they put in the time, energy, and effort? I, mean, I don't know what it's going to take to bridge this gap of, of people I've read many cases and heard many people say, look, I've been doing this for so long. I've about, I'm just about ready to give up. I'm tired of it. I'm on all the sites. Me, I'm just stupid enough to keep trying. I don't know why. I mean, I've only got so much time left here. Anyway, I'm an older guy. I'm not going to live to to be 100. And even if I do, it's not going to look pretty, my guess. So what can we do to speed up the process of getting people to interact with one another? To at least be open to the possibilities. I also talked to... An older lady on uh, Zeus, she didn't like my profile either. But, you know, when she said, nope, that's not what I'm looking for. Okay, well, then we ended started having a little dialogue. And she started sharing with me a little bit more of her story, 
who she was, where she came from, how she came to be, where she is today. Now we've gotten to be friends, email friends. We might eventually meet, I don't know. She's trying to find people to, de to date that match what she's looking for, and I am too. And for me, you know, I'm looking for a typical long-term relationship. Now, albeit, I want something a little different, more than vanilla, to add to the excitement, both inside and outside of the bedroom. I'll be honest with you. And I know there's some people listening that, that actually know me and they're going to laugh and chuckle, but you know, that's the risk I'm willing to take. I don't want to date someone, as I've said before, I'm willing to date a grandmother, but not a grandma. I want to go do things. I want to get out and meet people. That's why I'm going back and I've been excited about going to these meetups. I get to talk to other people, men and women alike. I'm not there to pick up people. I'm not there to try to meet someone to date. I just like going out, trying new wines, new different beers, interact with people, hear people's stories, where they come from, how they end up in Seattle, you know, what kind of work do they do. There's so much going on in the world that you can't possibly know about it all just looking online. Now, I've also reached out on Tinder, a younger woman, yeah, I swiped right up that she's cute. That's what I do. Yeah, whatever. I, I assume that I'll never hear from these people. Well, I actually heard from this lady because she swiped me right too. She was like in her late 20s. We get the texting back and forth, and she is was looking for an older man to have phone sex with. Well, I'm not doing the phone sex thing. But she spent a whole week trying to convince me to at least, you know, exchange phone numbers where... I can call her, she could call me, and then she can do what she wants to do in this fantasy of hers of having phone sex with an older man. That didn't happen. It was tempting, but I'm like, you know, I don't have time for that. And younger people tend to stay up later than 9 o'clock at night, and I'm always in bed by 8.39 because I get up at 4.35 in the morning after waking up two or three other times in the middle of the night, just waking up and going, oh my gosh, i got to go back to sleep. Then I've got... On another dating site, I've got a married woman. She is looking for a discreet friend. Someone a little older than her. She's in her late 40s. And, you know, I kind of scratch my head and I think, you know, I'm all about transparency, honesty, trustworthy. So, at the same time, I think, well, I don't know, it might be fun to have a discreet friend along the way. But, boy, if she gets caught, I get caught, then someone's going to be very angry. And they're, they're going to be angry at her, but they're going to be more angry at me because because I helped her pursue that. So I ended that conversation and said that I, I just didn't feel comfortable in having that type of dynamic. I'm actually looking for someone to date and have a long-term relationship and suggested that she continue her search that sadly I wasn't the guy for her. Now, I am going to get into a little bit of some other things I ran into going back to my Bumble lady. I also met another lady on Our Time, which is for people 50 and older. I never get much interaction on that site. In fact, that, that membership's expired. My Match.com is expiring too. I never get anything off of that. And, I, and I've been told many times that I'm a good-looking guy, and that's just not my mom because she's no longer here. And it's not my son and his wife. They never tell me how good looking I am, but other people do. So, But when people don't interact with you, after looking at your picture, whatever's wrong with my profile, I, you start thinking, well, I'm just not worthy enough of these people. At least that's what I do. I mean, the things we say to ourselves in business, in life, in dating, to convince us that we're maybe not as good as the next person. It's crazy to 
the thoughts that go through my head. And a part of that is part of the reason why I wake up in the middle of the night. I'm trying to sort out all aspects of my world, financial, personal, family, dating. Oh, it's so confusing. Anyway, so this lady on our time, she lived close to my area, which I really liked. I like people to be local to me. I don't want to drive two, three hours to date someone. I'll forget while I was going there, right? I've talked about that several times. We hit it off on emails going back and forth. She liked my profile. She's excited about my profile, excited about me. But then I decided to ask her a question that I decided to ask the lady on Bumble. And I'll get to that question here in a moment and, and go over the end result of that question. And it all predicated because I chatted with another lady on another site. She lives up in Bellingham and she, that's about two hours drive from Seattle. Nice lady in her late 40s. We hit it off going back and forth to email. She liked my pictures, she liked my profile. We exchanged phone numbers because she lived up in Bellingham. We wanted to at least have a small conversation with her so we were set up a time to meet. Well, and as we talked, we got even more connected. And it was kind of fun. We enjoyed the conversation. But then I said, well, look, when, when are you available to meet? She says, well, I won't be available to meet for a couple of weeks because I got vaccinated a week ago and I'm gonna get my second one this next week and I need a, a week to go by. Oh, okay, well, great, good for you. And she says, well, are you vaccinated? And that's where I might lose half of you folks here on this podcast, but I am not vaccinated. I have no intentions of getting vaccinated. The vaccination hasn't been approved by the FDA, hasn't been by, approved by any well-known medical people in the world. So I'm just kind of sitting back and paying attention. Like I shared with her, I'll wear face mask going to the store or, or restaurant or bar to help keep that business open. But I just find it comical that as soon as we pass the front door, we get to take the mask off. Seriously, if I leave my table, I have to put it on and go to the restroom. Really? That's my opinion. I'm not pushing my agenda on anybody else. It's just how I think. And I get a chuckle out of people that wear face masks outside when they're out there by themselves, in their car when they're in there by themselves, at their home when they're at their home by themselves. Now, I'm a self-bubble person. I live alone. I drive back and forth to my office alone. I'm in my house alone. I'm in my office alone. I'm not wearing a mask in my office. I'm not going to wear a mask in my home. If other people would prefer I wear a mask around them, I'll do that out of consideration for the other person. But this lady was like, nope, if you're not vaccinated, we're not meeting. I'm not going to meet and date anyone that hasn't been vaccinated. All right. Well, I respect that. Okay. If that's how you feel, that's fine. I'm just not going to do that. Then she starts yelling at me why I'm not doing it why I need to look at this, why I need to look at that. And I finally stopped and said, hey, look, this has been a great conversation. I appreciate it. You have a different opinion than I, and that's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. But don't browbeat me into your way of thinking. This isn't going to work. So to me, we ended the conversation. We're not going to meet. And of course, I rolled back again. I was like, okay, well, you know, here she is beating me up because I didn't agree with her mindset. What would that look like six months from now? So after that conversation... I sent an email out to the lady off of our time who lived in a town close to mine. I live out in a city called Redmond. This is in a city, Sammamish. So I, I sent her an email and said, look, I'm, I'm excited about meeting you this Friday, but please share with me, if you would, your thoughts and stance on 
social distancing, face masks, and being vaccinated. So she sends me back a timely email later that day and says, well, you know, I'm vaccinated. I've already had my second shot. I still believe in wearing a mask and social distancing. How about you? So I sent her back my email and said, look, I, I believe in social distancing and face masks when it's required, but I'm not going to wear them by myself in my car or in my house or when I'm out and about in, in the open public. I'm not going to do that, and I have no intention of getting vaccinated. Of course, her email back to me says, well, I appreciate you saying that to me, but I can see that we wouldn't get along at all because we have totally different opinions on many things, I'm sure. But at least she was nice. She said, good luck in your search. And I sent her back and said, well, thanks for sharing your your stuff. Good luck in your search, too. And that was the end of that conversation. So we go back to the lady on Bumble. So I sent the same thing to her. And it's funny, for the whole longest time I was communicating with her, she'd never get back to me in a timely fashion. Well, this time she did. And out of the gate, she says, well, first and foremost, it's obvious you're conservative. So not interested. And the fact you won't wear a face mask outside. You won't wear a face mask everywhere you go. And you're not going to get vaccinated. Nope, not interested. Don't contact me. Okay, so I just deleted the profile, disconnected from her. I get all this. And I'm not trying to offend anyone. But dating is hard enough. So I'm curious to know from you folks, if you don't mind, how are you going to go forward with dating knowing that this is now going to be a challenge going forward. You're going to run into somebody you really like, but they're going to be on one side of the ledger with regards to vaccinations, and other people are going to be on the other side. And yet, what I'm fearful of a little bit is that the people that are vaccinated, feel free to correct me if I'm wrong, but what I've been told on the news anyway, is that even if you're vaccinated, you can still get covid you could still spread it to other people. And if that's true, what I'm seeing is the vast majority of the people I run into are thinking that they're vaccinated and they're good to go and they don't have to worry about anything. And I don't I don't know if that's true or not. It may, it may be true, it may not be true, but today, based upon the information we're getting, although the information changes from day to day, week to week, as they get more data, it's kind of, it's, it's kind of frightful. I was at a... a my activities group functioned this last week playing golf and one lady there took a liking to me. We got to chatting and everything and then the group of them were sitting around. They were all vaccinated. They assumed that I was vaccinated too because they all were. And they're a group of people that are 60 years old and above. And she made a comment to me which I thought was very frightful. She says, I wish there's a way that we could have some notice of something that we, that it would be displayed on someone's clothing or what have you that they were not vaccinated. The holy cow, really? So you want somebody to wear something so that you, you're vaccinated and someone else that isn't, you know that they're not? Yes, I think that would be great. Now, I'm not going to get too far into it, but, you know, they did that back in the 1930s and 1940s when they put the Hebrew emblem on Jews back in Germany so that everybody knew who was German and who was Jewish. Please, we cannot be going backwards in all this. This is crazy to be thinking that way. And I think as we go forward trying to date people, we're going to run into this more times than not. So how do we navigate it? I'm not trying to pick sides. I'm not trying to push my moderate conservative opinion, although it may come across that way. And I apologize. I'm not trying to be totally biased. I have my reasonings for 
what I'm doing is I'm sure someone that, that is on the other side of the ledger has their reasons and that's okay that's open for discussion I mean I, one of the things I pulled up today I thought I'd share with you folks as we as I mentioned this to you is what is the def definition of a liberal now I'm in Seattle now the definition seems to be different based upon how people are acting here and not everyone you know not everybody that's conservative is right-wing and not everybody's a Democrat's a liberal or anyone that's a liberal isn't far left I'm not making those assumptions at all but right here when I go pull up Google it says willing to respect or accept behavior or opinions different from one's own open to new ideas so I'm willing to be open, and if someone could provide me with compelling information, information I can run with on any subject, I'm open to listen and say, wow, okay, I hadn't thought of it that way. But I don't get it from the other side. And a good indication of that is this person from our, our time, this person on Bumble, this, per, this lady up in Bellingham, and I'm afraid that I'm going to get more of that as I continue to go out and try to meet people. So what do we do? That's my question to you folks. What do we do going forward trying to date? It'll be interesting to see as we go forward on, you know, now I'll, as of this week, I'm no longer on our time. I will no longer be on match at the end of this week. I've got a couple other dating sites I'll still be on, so it'll be interesting to see what kind of interaction I have there. And I'm on, you know, Tinder and Bumble and a couple other dating apps. For me... I think what I'm going to continue to do is I'm having fun going to these meetups and meeting people over a glass of wine, a little bit of food. Last night we met and they actually had some live music there and it was refreshing to get out and about and just interact with people, even if it goes nowhere. I've joined several hiking clubs on Facebook, however I'm always late to those because I forget to sign up, find out where they're really at, so I, I don't end up going. But now that the weather's getting better, I'm going to go buy some up-to-date hiking gear, and I'm going to go on some of these hikes. Yeah, maybe through that effort, you or I or anybody else, wherever you live, whether you're in Australia, with Sweden, you know, Canada, Mexico, maybe that's how we'll meet people as opposed to relying on these dating apps. I re read an article, and here's part of it, uh, and it's from this one gentleman called James Marshall of The Natural Lifestyles. I guess he's some type of dating coach and how men can meet women. But his question is, and I think it's the question for all of us, what is our strategy for meeting attractive people? Sit around and wait for the one to appear? You know, because of COVID, I've been like everyone else, just kind of sitting at home. And now that we're kind of getting out and about again, I still find myself kind of sitting there waiting for the one to show up. He's the one that goes on and says, women rarely make the first move. The right woman almost never appears in your life by chance. And even if she does, if you don't know what to do, she'll just keep on walking. And that makes sense. I mean, if you're afraid to go up there, talk to her, say hi to her, then you've got no chance. What are some of our options? Men and women alike. Go out to bars and clubs as they open up. Get drunk and hope uh, you get the courage to say hello to someone. You swipe on Tinder or Bumble, and if you're lucky, you know, one uh, very average-looking girl matching you out of 100 is like not leading to a date or anything. So the odds are against that. Being on these dating sites, they're not working. I hear lots of women complain, lots of men complain about the dating apps. I met a gentleman last night at my meetup that he's not on any of the dating apps, and he met his current girlfriend just 
being out and about uh, doing some events uh, this last year, and that's where he met his girlfriend. And, and, and he reminded me of my friend that lives in Idaho. He's never been on a dating app. He's been divorced now for 15, 16 years. He's always met people at restaurants, at bars, at social events, when they were all open, you know, live concerts, things like that. And that's where he's continually meeting uh, people to date. And he's even dated a few people where it didn't work out with them, and they referred him on to one of their girlfriends. So I don't, I'm starting to believe that the dating apps are a waste of money, a waste of time waste of energy because no one, both men and women alike, won't put in the time, energy, and effort to really try to connect with someone. I mean, even if you meet them, you hang out once or twice and you say, yeah, no go, you still could end up developing a nice kindred friendship with someone. And that could take you in all kinds of different directions. It can benefit you emotionally, benefit you physically, and, and who knows, maybe even financially. They might help lead you to the next opportunity that you didn't realize was sitting in front of you and they helped open up a door for you. As an example, I belong to a board for a children's organization. We're planning our yearly auction and everything. And Melinda Gates, the wife of Bill Gates, had come out and said in the paper that she supported this particular charity that I was on the board with. This The... Uh, the person that's leading our, our board, uh, the chairman, asked if anyone in the room knew Melinda Gates or knew how to access her. Well, nobody raised their hand. There's about 30 of us. I finally spoke up and said, well, you know, I worked with a couple of people that work at the Gates Foundation. I can always reach out to them and see how one might go about reaching her. I get a hold of both of them. They invite me over for lunch, go to lunch with them. And they proceeded to tell me, well, look, the person you need to talk to is so-and-so. Here's his email address, and he handles Melinda's schedule. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. Really? Yeah, we'll tell them, tell him that you'll be emailing him. So I emailed him, and two days later, I get a response from the gentleman that handles her schedule. Unfortunately, her schedule is booked for three years out, so there's no way that she could be available. I never got to meet her. I never got to meet the guy that was in charge of the schedule. But look how close I got. That could have changed my whole perspective on many things, including my business, my personal. I mean, it just would open up the gates to so many different thought processes and opportunities. And even that minimal experience of, of saying, hey, I'll reach out to some people I know. That's how dating can work the same thing. You meet somebody, you like him, you hang out. Yeah, you end up being friends, and next thing you know, because of their sphere of influence, now you meet somebody else, and they've got kind words to say about you, and then there's that person that you're looking for. So that's what I'm going to do going forward. I'm going to have another guest speaker or two and get their thought processes on dating, and, and it's going to be another woman. I'm trying to get another man to come on to talk to what he's running into, and I'm going to ask them, too, how are they going to navigate through this world of COVID, mask wearing, social distancing, vaccines, you know, what's worked for them when trying to meet, date someone, what's been their best approaches, so that maybe we can all learn and maybe, hopefully, have less silly conversations with people. Although some of these conversations for me this week weren't silly, 
the the married woman, yeah, that was interesting. The younger woman that wanted phone sex, yeah, that was interesting. But the other people, I'm sure they're nice people. They just have a different opinion of how to go about this than I, and it just kind of caught me flat-footed going, oh my gosh, there's another thing i got to work through and try to meet someone and date someone. So as promised, if you're a new listener, thank you, thank you, thank you for listening to the podcast. Hopefully you'll return. My email address is datingfunnies, D-A-T-I-N-G-F-U-N-N-I-E-S at gmail.com. Feel free to email me your thoughts, your complaints. No hate emails, please. But give me some suggestions, some of your experiences you'd like me to share on the podcast. Happy to do so. If you'd like to be a guest on my podcast, we can do it remotely. I can get you on uh, a Zoom meeting, and I can record our meeting uh, that way, and then we can put it out there. And I'm sure there's plenty of people who love to hear your story, too. Whether you're a man or a woman, whether you're same-sex relationships or not, There's plenty of people out there who would love to hear about your journey and some of the challenges and funny stories you've had. So please feel free to email me as well. Hopefully each and every one of you have a great week with your friends and family. And and hopefully you'll you'll meet someone and go on a few dates and, and it'll be the beginning of something special. And if not, at least something fun and enjoyable uh, while uh, while it lasts, right? So thanks again for listening to everyone. Have a great week. This is Dating Funnies.